<laughs> okay, and everybody say it with me. Three, Three two, two, one. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, just Whatever. do it. Whatever do clap, happens. Clap on Kavika. You just count down to zero. Everybody clap when Kavika says zero. So you'll all be synced to Kavika's voice. Okay, okay, do it. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Can of Spam Podcast, your weekly serving of nincompoopisms and absolute buffoonery. And don't forget the dad jokes and poop stories. Let's get it. Oh, welcome in to Can of Spam Podcast. We are tuning in together with another remote session while we're all quarantined at home. This time we got... Mr. Agent Oahu in the house, Whoa. along with your Poopitarian and yours truly, Mr. Old Man Lopez. So, how you guys doing? All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, Nick. So, you put the show that together this week. Yeah. So, what are we at schedule today? Well, welcome back, our can of spammers. And uh, again, Agent Oahu, Mr. Nick, it is always a pleasure, man. Pleasure it to really be here. Is. Thank you. It, Thank is, you. it is a pleasure. Um, but today, uh, here's what our show is going to look like. I kind of want to get another, I just want to update. I mean, you got the COVID-19 pandemic happening. So what? just to do it justice, we should be asking Never heard our, it. right, what is that? We should be asking our lovely guests how they're doing. So I want a little update on how this is affecting your life. And um, I then have a kind of a fun article that I found uh, that I want to talk about. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, after that, I got a desert island game I want us to play. Uh, which should be fun. Uh, you know, talk about being stranded in quarantine. So I thought it'd be fun to play Desert Island. And then, um, you know, along the same lines of what did, you know, perception versus reality. Have you seen those like memes of like, or expectation versus reality? Yeah. Did somebody just take a photo? It <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't me. It definitely wasn't me. I don't, I don't know who would be doing that silly thing. <laughs> and then, um, then we're going to have a draft of, uh, I kind of wanted to do this one for a while. Um, I'm not a big car person, but uh, well, let's draft iconic cars. Okay, I think it would okay. be, it'd be right. kind of yeah. fun. I I got I just have to admit I'm completely unprepared for this, but I do watch a lot of Top Gear, so hopefully that gives me a little <laughs> leg up. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be hard because it's not like favorite car; it's gonna be like most iconic car. Uh, iconic. Okay, got okay. it. Okay. Okay. Well, that is our um, show doc. So, so you guys know what what to expect here. So, Nick. Mr. Asian Oahu, who lives in Kailua. Yeah. Me and me and uh, the Poopitarian kind of talked about what our situations are on the last episode, which actually launched today. So if you haven't already, listen. What is it, What have your experiences been in Kailua out there? Well, uh, you know, it, it's. I think it's the same as pretty much everywhere. The only difference I think out here in Kailua is. I mean, can I uh, can I date this the recording because. I have. Oh, yeah, I totally. wanted to like bring up some information that's kind of relevant, and I feel like uh, information relevant today is not necessarily the most relevant tomorrow. So, right, um, information expires pretty quickly <laughs> at this at this rate. Yeah, yeah, things change. So, um, I would say the most notable thing about living in Kailua was the information released yesterday or the day before that. Uh, between on the entire island of Oahu, Kailua and Waikiki were the had the most cases, which wow. is under. I think it well for me it's understandable because you know probably because most tourists you know traffic within Kailua and Waikiki, 
So we probably have the most exposure to everything that's going on. Um, but the other, the other fact is that most of the cases here in Hawaii, right, are residents that brought it back from traveling abroad. So that's much, that must mean that the bulk of Kailua people traveled? I don't know. Mm. I, <laughs> I think it has to do with more of the fact that there's more tourists running around in Kailua at, you know, at our Whole Foods and a lot of our <laughs> restaurants and stuff. And um, yeah. I was about to be like, what are you trying to say, man? Do you think what Kailua people, they're just better than us and they're they're able to travel way <laughs> yeah, more than the yeah. rest of the island? What's your problem, man? You think you're better than me? That's exactly we, the vibe I got too. <laughs> but then I realized we both live in Honolulu, which is... <laughs> Yeah, easily more cases than Kailua. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. It doesn't add up. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, we're we're much more metropolitan here in the in Kailua. Um, no, I think it, I just think it has to do more with the fact that we're in contact with tourists more here uh, in Kailua. And you know, to be fair or to be honest about you know, as somebody that lives on this side, there's, I mean, I I would assume that there's not much difference in. The lifestyle choices that we're having to make now with wiping everything down and washing our hands and you know not you know touching each other's butts or whatever you know we were comfortable <laughs> with real before problem. yeah um we can't do those things anymore obviously um but <laughs> you know uh yeah i don't think our situation is necessarily more unique than anybody else's now if i'm correct you do have a yard though right i do have a yard yes grass grows there have you you have you utilized that by any capacity? <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, I mean, my wife is starting to garden, which is great because uh, we're preparing for coronavirus in three months when all the vegetables are ready. Um, and no, <laughs> very proactive. Uh, yeah, but it's 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 great because it's something um, you know it, it, it's it'll give us fresh vegetables regardless of if we're coronavirus or not. So I I think it's a, a well worth it adventure and plus because. You know, we have some extra time on our hands. I don't have as much time as uh, a lot of other people do because um, I'm quote unquote an essential worker still. Um, but really, you know, yeah, yeah, realtors. Uh, wh- what the realtor part? The realtor part. Yeah, yeah, not the <laughs> podcaster. Oh, oh well, okay. <laughs> that makes a little bit more sense. I was going to say my wife just closed on a property. Yeah, um, it, it, I should have just realized it because she was still going through the whole escrow process yeah yeah the, they're still and doing escrows and everything you yeah. shouldn't be working what yeah. do we need realtors for <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's uh the we have to do basically right now every every day it changes like i said before um and so the latest one is uh we're still allowed to do anything that's still legally required so uh selling a property is still allowed but taking buyers unnecessarily around on the opposite end is not as essential. It's really I imagine confusing. open houses are frowned upon. Open houses are highly frowned upon. Um, mm. So I'm doing more, I'm trying to do virtual ones online and uh, try to see if I can get exposure for the properties any other way except seeing it in person. Interesting. Yeah. Virtual open houses. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of fun. It's trying to create. Yeah. It's a, uh, I don't know if I'd call it fun, um, but you know, it's no, I, I like, I enjoy doing it. I've always done uh, virtual open houses even before, um, you know, even before this was a pandemic. So, uh, something I'm used to, but is now a little bit more necessary in today's market. 
So Sweet I, man. Well, glad to do you're doing good. Yeah. So I have I have to ask though. So for our uh, listeners, we're actually on FaceTime right now, kind of watching each other as we talk into our microphones. Um, yeah. Agent Oahu is wearing a pink and brown Aloha shirt, and yeah. I just have to know, do you have pants on? <laughs> yes, I do. I, I'll stand up. Oh, oh. Proof is in the pudding. I don't know if you saw it. They're black pants. And so. he's wearing pudding. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, actually have to do work today. So um, I figured I would dress up for doing a voice recorded podcast first. You know, I, I can kind of relate. There, there's a little weird thing that I did before we started. Um, I've been waking up pretty late and then kind of getting into things pretty late. But normally, I won't brush my teeth until I know I'm going to interact with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> You live with but for somebody. some reason, <laughs> but for some reason, I was like, I'm going on a podcast today. I'm going to speaking into the mic. Somehow I feel like it's dirty. If my breath, my breath is bad. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't want to put you guys through that. Well, well I just want to let you, let you know, Kavika, it's dirty no matter what, whether you're in a <laughs> microphone or not, brush your teeth when you wake up. <laughs> well, that's exciting, Nick. I'm glad you're still working and still able to take care of stuff. It sounds like you're able to spend time with your wife too, although she's gardening. But it sounds like she's home, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's great. And our, you know, we have a dog, and so we can. We still have plenty to do around the house because our house is always needing projects done. Do you have a honey do list? <laughs> yeah, I have a honey do like uh, what is it like Word document? It's like <laughs> multi-page PDF. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Highly organized into sections and bullet yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- well, this kind of leads me into something else. So um, a few of like my jobs and stuff, I've been having to do a lot more online meetings. And, you know, you mentioned doing virtual tours. We've been using uh, Zoom a lot for a, for a lot of different stuff as well. And I saw this really funny article that I sent to you guys. But um, Kavika, would, would you want to tell us a little bit about this article? And uh, let's, let's talk about it. Well, uh, I mean, I, I don't have the article right up in front of me, but from what I understand and from what I read yesterday, um, essentially, a lot of people have, like you said, resorted to Zoom conferencing over the internet. And normally, these things have built-in fun stuff. And a lot of people probably aren't familiar with it. And it turns out that this company, I don't even know what company they work for. Do you, do you know? No, I, I couldn't figure that out either. A boss had uh, a conference call with, I think, two of their um employees i guess and the boss somehow enabled the potato overlay where it turned her whole face into potato and she could not figure out how to turn it off and they had to go the entire meeting watching their boss as a potato and i can imagine it would have been very difficult to take anything she said seriously at that point yeah so it's (laughs) like had a potato right where you see just your eyes and lips and teeth and mouth moving but through a potato so then her workers are having to, like, listen to a potato <laughs> the entire meeting. I think it's great. It's it's the Snap, uh, you know, like Snapchat. It's their filter that they that I guess you can put on your, your right. Mac. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's revolutionary. I think it's great for, you know, um, team dynamics. You want to break the ice in an awkward <laughs> video conference. You know, people are used to meeting in person. They're used to sitting down around a conference table and having a meeting. And so it's uncomfortable to be sitting in front of a camera and talking into the ether and talking straight to your camera. So how do you break the ice? You make yourself a potato. <laughs> what do they always say? They always say like, if you're, if you ever have uh, 
sense of nervousness and you have to present to a group. Yeah. What do they say? Imagine, Imagine everybody, everybody in the underwear. Oh. oh. Or that. <laughs> but uh, I would just tell everybody, hey, can you guys turn on your potato filters while I go through this presentation? I think it'll make me feel a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, I think it would be. I'm going in my head right now trying to think of a clever pun that has to do with potatoes and meetings. And the only <laughs> thing I've come up with so far is they probably had a lot of good um, sputting ideas come out of the meeting. <laughs> well, it, from what I read on the article, I mean, it was like, if one person takes over the entire meeting and doesn't allow anybody else to speak, does that make them a dictator? <laughs> <laughs> If you want to be less awkward on camera, put a potato over your face so you'll be less starchy. <laughs> here, here. I think I think we have a winner. <laughs> that's Did a, that's you know? a winner. Okay, so uh, you guys sent me this article too yesterday, and I went down a potato rabbit hole. So. <laughs> Did you know that you can graft a tomato and a tomato together at and plant it in the ground? So you graft the bottom side of a potato and the top side of a tomato and you put them in the ground. And because they're in the same family, the nightshade vegetable family, it'll grow with tomatoes on the top that come out of the ground and potatoes that grow underneath the ground. That in sounds one hundred percent made up. That is one hundred percent fact checked by the internet. Oh my god! <laughs> so I just want to say it could be called a pomato, or yeah, they see? call it ketchup and chips. <laughs> I'm putting shooting guns at the camera, even though this is a voice-only podcast. Well, the funny thing is. Tomatoes are probably one of my favorite things, like produce-wise, to eat. And then potatoes are my wife's favorite. So knowing about this Frankenstein monster plant, you just blow my mind. Might have to convert our balcony to an outdoor <laughs> garden. To a pomato garden. Yeah, a pomato garden. Also, a neat Tomato? fact is that Belarus eats the most potatoes in the <laughs> of any country in the entire world <laughs> they eat according to an unverified website on the internet <laughs> they eat 400 pounds of potatoes <laughs> per person per year that's what about the irish no according to whatever farm website this was having mm. it was, i looked up fun facts about potatoes belarus <laughs> is the winner <laughs> That's so hard to believe. Shout out to all the Belarusian uh, Belarusian listeners of Canna Spam. <laughs> Where is Belarus? In Europe. Europa. <laughs> Cringe face. <laughs> I just, that's all I, I, I don't it's even know. It's not in America. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Is it in? No, no, I was going to say. Never mind. Belarus. Ah, it's located south of Lithuania and Latvia and just west of Moscow and Russia. Moscow and so, Russia. Uh, interesting. Not, That's so not, helpful those are because countries. Let me ask an unrelated question for yes. our listeners. Yes. Where is Lithuania and Moscow? <laughs> they are <laughs> east or western Russia? No, Lithuania, yeah, Lithuania is a separate country. Moscow is a city in Russia that is <laughs> no, 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 in the like west, west of Russia, I mean. <laughs> the the so you got to put on your put it like 
uh, for the, the Twitter followers. Tweet us back at CanospamPod. Did you know where Belarus was before this podcast? You're welcome. If you think of Russia as a potato <laughs> yeah. and you just lay it on flat on a table, it's the left side of the potato. If you grow a potato, a pomato to the <laughs> west, Belarus is the tomatoes of the Russian potato. I just can't get over that the nickname for that plant is called ketchup and chips. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all in one. You win. I love it. Exciting, though. I hope to see a lot more of these stories coming out, though, with all these um, Zoom meetings. Um, I'll share one more story that I saw. It was um, students in a class, and uh, there was, uh, you know, one of the students, I guess, is doing a presentation or speaking or whatever, and another student is just on camera. They're all on camera. And I guess the student carries her MacBook to the bathroom with her and thinks that it's, like, not looking, but then it's right on her as she pulls down her pants to take a poop during the zoom meeting during the the presentation and all the students start laughing and then she like notices and slaps her computer shut real fast that sucks that is mortifying that is gold baby (laughs) it it just goes to show that it's not all fun and games it's not all potato heads people are (laughs) legitimately having social crisis it's true it's so true but then the other side of it is half the time when you and i facetime I'm taking a dump. <laughs> I have a a, a a good friend of mine, Mitch. Every time I call him I'm, when I'm taking a dump, right? I'll start the I'll start the camera really close to my face. That way he doesn't know what's going on. So I call him and he's at a party and I have no idea. And I'm like, hey man, what's up? And then he's like, oh, what's going on, man? And then I zoom out and then it's just me on the john dropping a deuce. And he's like screaming and you hear all of his friends in the background. Ah! <laughs> You've been deuced. <laughs> I, don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a thing. We should start it, though. That's it is really now the wilky deuced. <laughs> you just got deuced. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's exciting. Yeah, so I've been doing a lot of those online meetings and stuff, and sounds like you guys have been doing a good bit of that as well. Yeah, I'm going to put a potato on my camera for my next – we have a weekly meeting for our brokerage, so I got it all loaded up, and I'm ready to go. I'm going to be a potato next week. Well, I can't figure out how to do it on Zoom, so the the closest I, I have is we have Okinawan sweet potatoes in the kitchen, and I'm just going to duct tape one to my head. <laughs> and then we could call you Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> you guy and your dad jokes. Okay. Moving right, on. Cool. I, don't have the cricket, I don't have the cricket sound effect, so we're just going to pretend like that played. All right. Um, so before we play Desert Island game, I just have one more question. Um, I'm just kind of curious, what was your expectation of like how this quarantine life was going to go versus reality of how it's really going? I'm just kind of curious. I mean, you know, to be honest, I was trying to, this was the hardest question that you sent. Um, like, I don't know why it was hard. It was just difficult for me to figure out because I didn't really know. I guess my expectation was kind of more oblivious in that sense. I didn't know what to expect. Um, and I still don't know what to expect. I, I feel like every day is so ridiculously different than the next day that it's frustrating for me to think like, oh, I'm going to know what happens tomorrow because blah, 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 blah. In the past, I've gotten the flu and I've recovered. Blah, 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 blah. That means, you know, you can figure out what's going to happen. And um, I think, you know, be in, in instead of just, 
I don't think there's maybe necessarily one specific thing that I could point to that's different than my expectation, but just everything changes daily. And that's something ridiculous. When I was, when I had regular life before, like I would go to work and I would have a tough day and then I would come home and I'd be like, man, that's a tough day. Whew, but I'm glad I'm home. Now it's like you go to work, you have a bad day, then you come home and there's coronavirus. And it's like, come on, like just, I just want to have, go back to life without coronavirus and where I can just, you know, go have my regular amount of stress and anger and sadness throughout the day and not have to worry about the extra thing now. So it sounds like you actually have an increased amount of anxiety compared to before this, this whole thing happened. I already, I had like, I went from a level like 10 out of 10 to like a level a million, gajillion, <laughs> gabillion. Just when I didn't think my level of anxiety could be any more, this thing hit and I realized, wow, I wasn't even at the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to raise the bar. Yeah, yeah. I found out pretty quickly that... The bar has been kaboomed. You wanna you wanna increase that bar a little bit more? Maybe have some kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> that, I don't know why that was a burn, but yeah. it, was, it wasn't a burn. It was just <laughs> Nick's life sucks. Which <laughs> <laughs> <was> freaking true. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't think Agent Oahu actually knows the reality of the Pupitarian right now. No, I yeah. do. Oh, I do a oh, little okay. bit. Sorry. Oh, you do. But share. I share because I. I don't know why I answered that. That was a, that was a what you call rhetorical question for the <laughs> podcast that I answered literally, and now feel terrible about stealing your thunder. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're good. You're good. Um, I would say okay. One minute. One minute one on minute. what your situation yeah. is. Nick. My expectation was we'll be quarantined, watch a lot of TV, and get through this. And then little did I realize that um, one of the people that live with me that helped watch our kids, he um, tested positive for the virus. So he's on quarantine in the house, and we've been helping him out. That's crazy. Yeah, and essentially they are 100% like life servants for this couple <laughs> who used to take care of his kid. And now they have to take care of their own kid. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's that's nuts. So how, do, like, how does that work? Do you have to like give them baths and like... Uh, I don't. I don't know what life he, he servant means. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but he's still operational. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. They're just quarantined. Him and his wife are quarantined in their bedroom. And you know, Agent Oahu, if you listen to our last episode of Can of Spam, I bet <laughs> you a lot of your questions would be answered. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, why do yeah, I yeah. have pie on my face? <laughs> <laughs> And if anybody oh, else didn't listen to the last episode, go to Can of Spam Podcasts and on your favorite iTunes or podcast yeah. app. I guess uh, real quick, <laughs> let's just take a moment. Take a moment. Um, stop whatever you're doing. If you haven't already, leave us a five-star review on the Apple Podcasts app and head on over to Twitter and follow us at Can of Spam Pod. Please, please review it. Please. <laughs> See what I did there? That's in the professional world. That's called deflection. So... <laughs> You deflect something embarrassing to a promotion for the podcast that you're on. <laughs> Not my first rodeo, kiddos. But yeah, all, all that to say, all that to say is yeah. So, but we got it under control. Me, Melissa, and the baby are great. No symptoms. Um, we're just monitoring him, and he's doing a lot better, um, which is good. So, kind of crazy, I guess. I never thought it would like directly affect me in this way, um, and it's just 
wild to think that it has. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I feel kind of bad. I mean, I'm probably on the opposite side of the spectrum because I've worked from home this for, for the past five, six years, and now I'm home, but without work. So not much has changed, except I have zero stress. Now, I do get a little stressed out when I have to go out and get groceries, but for the most part, I'm just living off of the sugar mama. <laughs> My wife is still working. She's still bringing in income. She has a good job. So I don't want to say I'm living the dream because there are literally like thousands of people dying out there, but... Personally, I have to admit, and I feel a little bit guilty about it, but my stress level is at an all-time low. Six days into this quarantine, Jordan comes home and, you know, is doing her thing. And then I'm on the phone with Kavika, and I'm like, hey, man, how are you doing since the quarantine? He's like, what quarantine? I'm like, dude, haven't you been <laughs> haven't you been binging Netflix and, like, not have much to do? He's like, huh, yeah, but I, I didn't know there was a quarantine. <laughs> That's just, <laughs> this that is just my life. life. <laughs> I just everything that I had to do is no longer in existence. So this is just how I default. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. Well, that's uh, that's an update on all three of us. Thank you for your your courage, Poopitarian, <laughs> in handling this situation. Um, it sounds like the CDC is taking pretty good uh, care of you guys and monitoring the whole situation. So that is encouraging for me, at least. Shout out to Jed at the Hawaii State Health Department who calls us every day. You're the real MVP. But uh, let's jump into a game. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Okay. So I figured in the spirit of quarantine, um, have you guys ever, ever played Desert Island? Yeah. I've probably played an early version of this, maybe like the beta. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's what it is. So we're going to pick a mo- one movie, one series TV show, and one song. That, and these are what you will have on the Desert Island that you'll live on by yourself for the rest of your life. Okay. So there's no draft, really. It's just... We'll do the draft after, but this is just going to be basically your favorite movie, TV show, and song, or maybe you're going to go with something you haven't seen, as in to occupy yourself on this desert island. I'm not taking that risk. I'm going with something tried and true. <laughs> it's true. This is forever. Yep. For, we'll do movie first, <laughs> and then we'll go around, and then we'll do TV show, and then we'll do song, or do you guys want to just pick all three and tell us? No, we um, should do one wh- at a time. Why don't we do one by one? Yeah. 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 All right. Why don't we start with Mr. Kavika, Mr. Uh, Old Man Lopez. Do you want to do movie? I'll do movie, and then somebody else has to go first for song, and then I guess the other person will go first for um, TV show. I feel lucky. Well, this isn't a draft, so you guys, I guess you guys could pick essentially the same thing that I did, but um, one of my all-time probably number one movies is Jurassic Park. Mm. It's got everything. It's got comedy, mm. adventure, instant classic, dinosaurs, <laughs> bonus ultimate binge watching over and over again movie that i could that i fall asleep to regularly multiple times a week (laughs) that's a good pick really yeah i like that pick so who goes next why don't you go okay okay we'll go clockwise (laughs) 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 that's a that's a facetime joke yeah Um, (laughs) (laughs) if you didn't know (laughs) uh, let me catch you up on this okay so my movie is gonna be wait for it Hook, starring Robin Williams. Sir Robin Williams. Um, I feel like this has a good balance of like action and feel good and suspense and and uh, like family dynamics. And it just it's an all around good feeling movie. And if I'm gonna take one movie with me to a desert island and I'm gonna have that only that movie to watch for the rest of my life. Hook is going to be that movie. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Probably one of the 
the movies that I remember from my childhood the most and Rufio. Rufio was the man. Rufio, I remember always Rufio, wanting to be like Rufio. <laughs> he's a good man. He's a good man, that guy. He kind of disappeared <laughs> off the face of the earth, though. What happened to that dude? No, he's uh, so he's a local kid yeah. from Hawaii. Last I heard, he was doing a pilot here, and then he's like friends with friends. So I don't know if this is all true, but uh, he's still trying to stay active in. And I hope he does like a reboot of the Rufio character. Let's get like a. Uh, you know how now they're bringing back all old titles? Like mm-hmm. Rufio, age 40. You know, like he has kids. Ooh. He's Because I don't know if Rufio... Oh, Rufio's dead. Never mind. I forgot the... I just Spoiler alert. Um, Rufio <laughs> dies at the end of Hook. So we can't really do a reboot, I guess, of that. Next topic. Mm, that's so sad. That just hit hard. Okay. You know, if you guys need to subscribe to a podcast, go to <laughs> Can of Spam Pod. <laughs> and uh, subscribe to this yeah that's that new technique i learned about called uh, uh, reflect i think (laughs) maybe i'm sure they could do somewhere he didn't really die something Mm, 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 mm. yeah it's like captain america exactly exactly um all right my pick is gonna be this is really hard i'm gonna say what i was gonna pick but i'm not gonna pick it i was gonna go with maybe return of the um empire strikes back but i'm not gonna pick that I'm picking Castaway with Tom Hanks. Oh, gosh, that is a great pick. One, I love the movie. Two, it's going to give me great ideas when I'm living on my own desert island. And it would help me relate to someone. And I just love Tom Hanks. I love him. I love him. Would you be relating to Tom Hanks or Wilson? Definitely Wilson. That's a a much deeper question than you're thinking. Really think about this, Nick. I'm glad you asked that. That was was good. It was a question that needed to be answered. All right, do you guys want to go TV show or song next? Let's do TV show since we're in the watching mode. Um, Okay. (laughs) Just point at the one you want to go next. uh, So my Desert Island TV (laughs) is um, a little playoff of um, the what you call Poopitarian's strategy. I'm going to go with Survivor Man by Les Stroud. What? That's really good for so many reasons. Yes. First of all, I love that show. Les Stroud is way better than Bear Grylls, hands down. He is much smarter. He is not so arrogant and seems to be sharing tips for the greater good of humanity and not just for his own personal gain. So, first of all, Les Stroud better than Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls, get bodied. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Step two is that Les Stroud um, had like gajabillion seasons of Survivor Man. That's so a lot I'm of gonna seasons. Get, yeah, I'm going to get so many ideas for surviving from his, from his videos, his TV show, that I am guaranteed to survive and thrive on this desert island. Kaboom. Good Lord. You guys are really making a practical choices in this whole thing i'm just trying to figure out how to not get bored while you guys are actually trying to live but i'm i'm basically i talked about this on the last episode i'm basically gonna let the tv watch me into a potato sack and then (laughs) die okay this one's tough so i really want to go with like something i haven't really seen to give me something to do but i'm too afraid like nick said that it just would suck and i would be miserable so, I'm just going to go with Tried and True. My favorite TV show of all time is Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Easily, easily. I was going to go with Star Trek, the original, because there's a lot of seasons. 
and I love space, but it does suck a little too. <laughs> it's boring. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go with Seinfeld. That was the base from Seinfeld. If you guys I knew, were I knew that's exactly what it was. <laughs> okay. That that was also our snake oil drop. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. From yeah, the yeah. last time we did it. That's right. My problem is I probably for some reason I don't gravitate towards sitcoms as much. I mean, I would shout out to Friends. Like that would have been a pick mm-hmm. for me, but I feel like I am so heavy weighted on epic types of stories. So I'm going to go with the kind of the controversial one because it Barney. ended so weird. Land Before Time. Terry, <laughs> <laughs> I think about dinosaurs. I'm going with Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh. I'll probably just, I'll stop once they have the battle with the Night King at the end. And I, just, I, I will just never know what happens after that. Even though I know what happens, is I'll just pretend like I don't know. But I just love the length of it. It's such an epic story. I love like stories that traverse a huge span of time yeah um that's part of the reason why i like like the marvel universe and game of thrones and um lord of the rings they all kind of have that same idea so that's basically like 70 movie long or like movie length episodes too so you got plenty of things to listen or to watch yeah yeah like i said like i'm I'm not going for any practical thing here i just (laughs) i just don't ever want to become bored <laughs> That's really good. It's a great pick. Yeah, yeah. All right, are we doing a song next? Song yeah. is extremely difficult for me. It is. There's so many options, and we're, there's so many things to consider. Right? You have you have length. You have like the vibe. Manoa you, DNA. Manoa Manoa DNA. Oh, oh, oh. That you that can was consider a, that. that was a self plug. You can consider that to all your listening pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even on my list so that's okay <laughs> uh, I, I have to I have to shout this out at some point because at one point two thirds of Manua DNA came on high sessions with uh, so the two brothers it was Nick Kawakami Agent Oahu and his brother Hi. Alex mm-hmm. and they sang a song called Larger Than Life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is one of the most epic renditions of Larger Than Life that I've ever heard Thank you. If you have not, if you have not experienced this amazing piece of art, head on over to High Sessions and Google Alex Kawakami and Nick Kawakami Larger Than Life. Yeah, if you, you will if not you, be disappointed. If you don't know, um, there was a band called uh, I believe it was like the Front Street Dudes or um, I can't remember the name of this band. There was like. Like seventeen or eighteen guys in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All with like sang frosted tips. But we we so we wrote this song back in nineteen ninety five, and you know we were just shopping it around, mm. and we just so happened to be you know obviously we were like you know ten years old, but we were shopping this around, playing shopping malls and shopping, and. This this guy came up to us and said, "Hey, you've got a really cool vibe, man." And we said, "Thanks." <laughs> and all of a sudden, this this side street gentleman band has like totally ripped off our song, "Larger Than Life." We were so disappointed. We were unable to perform it until we did the high session shoot uh, due to copyright reasons. Um, so if you're wondering, you know, you, you've heard that song before, but you can't, you can't think of where that's why. 
It's a tragic story. It really is, and I'm, I'm so disappointed that High Sessions, we hadn't thought of the concept earlier, because had we been successful in our early years, we would have been able to bring you to this world stage, and you would have gotten <laughs> the type of renown that you really deserve for coming up with such an amazing rendition of this Thank song. You. And, and Thank writing, you. Writing it, I believe, right? Thank you. Singer-songwriters. Yeah. I, I know this is dripping with sarcasm, but I am so confused. <laughs> You will only find out if you go on to high sessions and look up larger than life. Did you sing the <laughs> you think you're did, confused? Did you sing the Backstreet Boys song Larger Than Life and are trying to take credit for it right now? You are not allowed to say that name. That name yeah. is banned on this podcast for Backstreet those Boys plagiarizing sons of beaches. I don't even Okay, I'm picking my song now. All right, we're moving on, guys. <laughs> Okay, I am going with Larger Than Life by the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> well played. All right, no, text my, message. Oh, my song is going to be, I'm going with Juicy by Notorious B.I.G. Hmm. That I, is bananas. I love, I love 90s rap. He's the greatest rapper of all time. So I'm just going with that. It's too hard to right. think and pick, so I'm just going to go with that. All right, uh, I, I guess that brings me up next. Um I'm actually going to go a little out of the box. I'm going with a local artist that's kind of... He's actually blowing up pretty uh, internationally right now. Manoa DNA. <laughs> and, uh, that would have been my second choice. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. you guys, it's a very close. I basically flipped the coin and landed on this guy. So I apologize for your, um, <laughs> your bad luck. Your coin was broken. Yes, it has. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Mike Love. Permanent Holiday. Mm, yeah, um, I feel song. like that song, it's pretty long, which I think is good. So it's very dynamic. It has it has different, um, I don't know what the term is with music, but if it was a movie, it would have many different acts. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mm-hmm. Musician, what, what do you call those? Um, vibes. Vibes. <laughs> mm, yes. The technical term, vibes. <laughs> so it has very different vibes throughout the song. And um, depending on which portion you listen to, you can actually... Um, experience a different type of emotion so i think yeah. it's very um diverse in that way that's good. a good pick and you would literally yeah, like be on a permanent holiday <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> like you are right now because of the quarantine oh burn <laughs> oh burn <laughs> uh okay so my song I, for my song i have a question is this song on my desert island able to be played um for like an amplified out to the world or is this just like i only have my own personal earbuds and an ipod or whatever okay i need that i'm gonna cut you off for just a second nick take your headphones out kavika how come every time you have this guy on he's always <laughs> wanting to qualify the question just answer the question <laughs> how am i gonna know when to put my headphones back in <laughs> We'll learn because silent this is a it, 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 that changes my choice for desert island song. If okay. it's I would say this is song, just for it's, you. It's going to be a hit clip, so it's going to be that's how you're going to listen to it. It's through the old school hit clip, so it's a little cassette that you put in your little oh. side pocket, and that's how you listen to it through your headphones. Okay, so it's only for personal consumption, right? So what I'm choosing then, drum roll. Beethoven Symphony oh. Number no. Nine. Okay, that's a great pick. <laughs> that's a great pick. 
Thank you. I, thank uh, you. If I had the applause track, I would play it right now, but uh, I do not. So I'm, I'm curious though, Nick. What would you play through your amplified speakers to the world? Final Fireball countdown. Fireball by Pitbull. I fully thought you were going to say Mono Adine. <laughs> That's so good, man. No, screw those guys. <laughs> um, no, but okay. So should I? I need to justify my ninth uh, symphony. It's a seventy-minute song. Okay, this is not a song that I'm going to play. If I'm going to play this song on loop over and over, it's seventy minutes of different song so i'm going to get the most dynamic changes what do we call those things uh feelings uh, mood? Uh, vibes. No, vibes vibes yes i'm going to get more vibes than even permanent holiday and it also has points that i can play like if i need to go to sleep or if i need to meditate or if i just need something to wake me up in the morning there's points there's vibes for that too so i've chosen the ninth symphony for its girth and its length well, Earth length. <laughs> well said when you put it that way. All right, so uh, so let, let's go let's go over all of our picks. So I am sitting okay. here. My movie was Jurassic Park. My TV show was Game of Thrones minus the last what, three four episodes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my music of choice was Permanent Holiday Holiday by Mike Love. I did I did Hook for my movie for overall rounded good time family fun. TV show was Survivor Man. This was my uh, tactical pick so that I would have the most chance of survival. And then for my song, I picked Beethoven's Ninth Symphony for its girth and length. Very quality. Mm. Such vibe. Um, <laughs> I have Castaway, Seinfeld, and Juicy by B.I.G. <laughs> That's It does stick out a little, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move it over to our draft. Maybe yeah. I'll just insert the sound clip and uh, we can collect ourselves on the other end of it. Okay, are we talking about... Uh, okay, so let's let's go ahead and qual- qualify. Oh, sorry. Choice. Nick, I know you hate that word, but um, I, I'm going to take Agent Oahu's side on this one, and I, I need to know what we're picking because there are different types of iconic cars. There's iconic cars like characters or from the movies or are we just picking iconic cars that exist out in real life yeah so real iconic cars so i'm not gonna say the one i'm thinking but the uh, the train of thought is um not like from movies but what what society says that this car was impactful and meant something where like almost everybody looks at it and knows what they're looking at so you could go with a specific model if you want like a Honda Civic. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Okay, you don't need like it. a specific year for that. So like you're saying not a specific year, just like a, a model of a car. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be a little... Because if you said 99 um, Gremlin, or I don't even think they did a Gremlin in 99, but I don't, no one knows what that is. So let's just go with the model. So well, I couldn't say the Batmobile. That's, exactly. that's literally what I was thinking about the yeah, first exactly. time. It's not <laughs> Batmobile. A little more... Okay, okay. I mean, that is real, but you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. We we here live in uh, the extended part of America, and mm-hmm. I think, personally, I feel like there's a car that is extremely iconic for America, but I don't know if it actually spans the world. But in America, at least, I think the Ford Mustang is mm. a huge, iconic car 
that is easily recognizable. It's been produced for probably over 50 years at this point, or around 50 years, and uh, it's still going strong. It's still one of the most respected vehicles that uh, I see people renting when they go on vacation, and everybody loves to be seen in a Mustang. So, sexy beast, put the top down, and you know, 100 miles an hour down a freeway, and that's that's the iconic car of America, baby. That's an excellent nice. pick. Okay, I have a second pick, right? So. I am going to go. This is okay. So this is my first round pick, right? This is my premier pick. And so I'm going with a car that is iconic and I think still fits within the rules of what we're doing here. So for my first round pick, my top iconic car for this draft. Grave Digger. <laughs> Monster, monster the truck. most iconic monster <laughs> truck in history. Do you when you think of monster trucks, do you think of any other monster truck besides Gravedigger? No. Uh, you do not. You think of Gravedigger. Fairly Digger. accurate. That is yes. my number one top draft pick for iconic cars. Okay, maybe we should have um, clarified. Okay. You can't buy it. I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> What uh, what make and model is the Grave Digger? Grave Digger is a, Ford a Bronco. It's a '99 uh, Grave Digger. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's based on something pretty uh, like a '57 Ford pickup or something like that. Okay, Agent Agent Oahu, I love it. You got to pick something yeah. else though. <laughs> what? <laughs> We, I think we specified earlier on there was a, a make and model. Because I'm going to pick Oscar Mayer Wiener Van, <laughs> and it's just going to get out of control. Oh, come on. That I feel like that's a real... You guys said it has to be a real-life automobile. can't be from the movies. If you that knew is, what the make and model was, they'd be different, but I don't think it's very According clear. to Wikipedia, it says 1957 <laughs> Ford Pickup. Boom! Oh, Ford okay. what? Okay, fine. Ford Pickup Truck. <laughs> Oh, very. F-150. That's that's a really good pick, by the way, if you want to pick the F-150. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, fine. You guys <laughs> you guys got me into a, a corner here. And so I will... I, I feel like for all you podcasters listening, for all you listeners out there that are going to be voting on this, remember that this draft is now unfair because... <laughs> The creators it's of this podcast soiled. have restricted me beyond the original rules that they have put in place. I made the such a good pick. The integrity of Canaspam has I made too good of a pick. I flew too high above the clouds. <laughs> there is a little bit of spam juice leaking out of the corner. Yeah, rusty I got corner. burned by the sun. All right, fine. <sighs> okay, so I, if you want to do real cars, then you pick the Mustang. I'm going to go with the amc pacer pacer do you guys know what a pacer is uh it's a it's the pace car for nascar but nope, i mean that that's where the not, name comes from that it's, it's, uh, is, i had to look it the up the amc pacer it, it was a car produced in the 70s mm -hmm. uh it looks like a, it looks like if you took a volkswagen beetle you know the mirthmobile from wayne's world the car that garth drives around in that's a pacer it's basically a like hatchback vw bug 
that was so iconic in the 70s that it created a whole i mean that that was all part of the the mini movement it was all part of the like uh again the vm the bm the volkswagen not bmw the volkswagen movement uh the pacer was america's answer to the original bmw one series which was almost the same thing stop getting text messages (laughs) (laughs) we should have let him have gravedigger (laughs) (laughs) i I didn't think it could but it it got worse (laughs) (laughs) i told you i told you he he is now tanking so that he can get first pick next week that's good (laughs) all right i'm gonna go all right it's to you great pick i appreciate it i'm gonna go um so my first pick is gonna be the ford model t all right that basically brought car production into existence the Um, og model t and everyone knows you may not know the name but you know it when you see it um, and then my second pick, you know, Agent Oahu kind of took my on the turn. Th- he took my thunder here, um, but we're going hmm. with the Volkswagen Beetle. You son of a mm. bee! A timeless classic. Whenever you see it, you want to punch someone in the arm. Punch buggy. Everyone knows what the Volkswagen <laughs> Beetle is. So that's my second pick. I'm gonna win this thing. The only vehicle that causes indirect bruising. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's a strong pick, man. That is. That is on my all-time like cool cars, just to be like taking pictures with and hanging out at the beach. Yep, Herbie. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, so um, my oh oh yeah, you did too. You're up, Asian Oahu. Yeah, so we're okay, snaking I'm, back. Yeah. Um, okay, so I am completely throwing this draft now because <laughs> um, out of out of spite for the fact that I wasn't able to do the the car that followed the rules but was too good um so i'm going with the suzuki x90 (laughs) do you guys remember this car i do yeah the suzuki x90 was like it's like an suv it's like if a rav4 it's like a geotracker yeah, it's like they, they, had, are, they had a baby. It's a sweet car. I'm going to admit, I always wanted one. They are pretty cool. <laughs> this, yeah. like, I thought you were this throwing is, the draft. This is winning the draft. Yeah. This is sweet. Yeah, this should have been your first pick. Should have been this my first a, pick. It's a two-seat. I think it's technically an SUV. It's a two-seater. It is. It's a micro uh, SUV. It has like a trunk like a regular like Civic sedan car. It has a hood like a regular Civic sedan car, but the the... Roofline pops up like an SUV, like a like a S, like a SCRV or something like that, to give you a better view of the road. And this was like a car that had like less than a hundred uh, horsepower. It had like the super tiny, efficient engine that was made in Japan, and it is to me an iconic car for its ugliness and also a terrible car. <laughs> I I freaking love that car. I drive a '99 Rav4. It can go anywhere, and it's tiny. You can park. You can park it like vertically in a parallel parking stop. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. No, All it's right. terrible. I'm losing this draft. No, no, people are gonna vote for you. I'm gonna vote for you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm on the turn. I have my last. We should do four because um, it kind of gives both of you guys a disadvantage because in both cases you don't ever get to have like a pick before me because I've okay. I'll do one pick before you and then I'll do two more picks before you Nick so we should do four 
You're okay. not going to beat me. You never do. I'm trying to give you an advantage here, bro. Bro. <laughs> except, right, when, so... except when he chose Popeye as a Disney character. Oh, gosh. I knew it was going to come back up. I knew it was going to come back up. All right. Sounds good. Four, okay. four sounds good. Okay, um, I'm I'm gonna because I'm a movie guy, filmmaker slash whatever photographer stuff. I I have very close ties to um, the big screen, and I'm gonna go with a few cars that I think made their popularity in television. So the first one I'm going with is the Mini Cooper, because Italian Job is probably one of the coolest heist movies ever made, and the Mini Cooper was the car that they used to. I guess escape with their gold and all that and I love it. I love the the size of it. The second one I'm kind of torn because they're both real cars and like I said they're <laughs> both in the movies, but one is pretty sweet outside of the movies. The other one it it's uh it's a little we live in America, I'll put it that way and it's not as popular. So but from my childhood, I'll stick with my guns and I'm going with the DeLorean, the DMC DeLorean, which you is a real car. Son of a gun. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to legal. Car. How is this legal? It Be- is. It has a make. It has it. a model. You can uh, buy the Grave Digger. <laughs> There's only one Grave Digger. <laughs> it, was, it was made in a production line. It's mass produced. If you were to see that car on the road, there is no second thought about it. You would instantly think back to the future. So I'm feeling pretty good. I got the Ford Mustang. The DMC DeLorean and the Mini Cooper. Pissing me so off. My, my <laughs> hey. <laughs> my second pick, or my third pick. So again, I am 100% in protest of this draft already. But with that in mind, I still want to be a good sport. I still want to participate. So my third pick is going to be the Pontiac Aztec. Dude. That is that the is... first car that was given away in the winner of the first Survivor. Really? <laughs> Whoa. That's such an obscure fact. Yeah. Do you remember? So you guys remember this car. So it had like little tiny wheels. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be like this cross between like useful and like an SUV useful, but also at the same time compact like a, like a, like a sedan. And I remember it specifically, it was iconic to me because it had the, uh, you could buy the built-in tent that would be protruding from the back and you could take it quote unquote camping, even though it had little tiny wheels, but it had a tent that you could go out the back and camp out of the trunk because the trunk basically went straight out the back and came straight down. So it was basically like you had an indoor facility in your car for tenting, for tenting, for camping. That's what they say in Europe, tenting. Yeah. Right? Like maybe my, maybe I just made that up. I don't know. That's my third pick. That's like one of the worst the cars ever made. <laughs> it has bunny teeth. In your face, draft makers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, nice. That's I like it. That's fun. That's a fun pick. You got a good you got a good <laughs> fun squad. Yeah, you're this definitely gonna get the adventure, you know, audience <laughs> voting for you. Okay, so Kavika took mine, but for now I have the Ford Model T. I have the Volkswagen Beetle, and I was going to take the DeLorean, but I can't, Um, and I'm really torn between what to take right now, but I'm going to go with, man, so torn here. I got two picks, right? You you get two picks. Okay. You shouldn't be tilting with two picks. So we're going to go with um, 
most iconic car. Gosh, I, I have too many draft. cars in my head now. <laughs> I have too many cars in my head. I don't remember which one I'm actually picking. Okay, this one's a little bit lame, but I feel like everyone can relate to this one that I'm going to pick. I knew at least, like, everyone either had this car or had someone in their family that had it or knew someone that had it at some point. So we're going with the Dodge Caravan. Oh. <laughs> Are you trying to throw this trap too? <laughs> Are you trying to throw this draft also? Everybody knows He's what that car is. He's trying to relate is. to the soccer moms. Look, everybody knows what this car is. Everybody had a version of this thing. Um, the Dodge Caravan. You yeah. had to go with Dodge. Well, I was going to, you know, what's funny is I don't know how Dodge Caravan beat out Dodge Charger in my mind, but it did. <laughs> well, you can still take both of them. Nah, I'm not going to go Charger. I'll let one of you guys have it. <laughs> All right, and then my last pick, we're going with something a little unconventional, but I feel <laughs> not that you we did. You went didn't. with the Dodge Caravan. <laughs> That's iconic, man. Tell me you don't know what car I'm talking about. I know exactly which car, which car you're talking about. My dad had one. There it is. <laughs> Nick, did your family have one? No, but I feel like I've rented that Dodge Caravan every single trip I've ever been on. That's right. Okay. This is a sleeper pick. (laughs) Yeah, so for my last pick, I'm going with the Tesla Model S. Mm. Because I feel like Tesla has just really, they're on the forefront of everything recently, and I don't know how iconic they'll be in 20 years, but at least the past, like, five, six, seven years, like, it's been on everybody's radar. Well, luckily this draft poll is going up next week perfect <laughs> perfect so there's so many other cars Fortunately I for we're me just going with Agent a little Oahu. unconventional <laughs> interesting hey I got a decent okay. lineup I got the Model T I got a Beetle uh, you, you had a decent lineup I got the I got the <laughs> Tesla the caravan <laughs> the Dodge I caravan. feel like you guys just handed it to me <laughs> okay okay you're, Agent Oahu your last pick screw you Kavika <laughs> <laughs> All right, my last pick for the Iconic Cars draft. Now, my first pick was Gravedigger. Let's all remember that. (laughs) Unfortunately, most of the people that will vote on this poll will not even listen to the episode. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So I can put Uh, maybe, uh, I can put, what was your first pick? In quotations, Gravedigger. Gravedigger, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, second pick, iconic Suzuki X90, which was the hybrid car and SUV. Then another hybrid car SUV sleeper, the Pontiac Aztec, was my third pick. Now, for my fourth pick in the iconic car draft, the, I argue, the most iconic car ever built. The... Toyota Corolla. Boom! This is the most produced car ever with over 43 million, 11 generations in 14 countries. You want to talk about iconic? You want to give me lessons on what is iconic? It is something that is prevalent. penetrated the psyche of the most people in the entire world you want to say oh a lot of people have owned dodge caravans guaranteed more people have owned a toyota corolla in their life boom mic drop wait how do i drop this mic there (laughs) 
You have to pick it up first. That's a solid pick. pick. I, I don't not like it. Thank you. I've won this draft. I dra- won this draft after my first pick, and now I've won it after my last pick with the amended rules. Good night, everybody. <laughs> have a good day. This has been Can of Spam Pod. I'm Nick, your host. Goodbye. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even count the number of kids that I knew growing up that just had this flashy poster of a Toyota Corolla yeah. on their wall growing up. Their dream car. So I can, uh, I think ca- I'm, I can I'm right count them pretty you. easily. I can honestly <laughs> count them right now. Sarcasm. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Well, um, no draft is over. I won. Goodbye. <laughs> I feel like I could pick a lemon at this point. Okay. To close it out, I've gotten some pretty big bangers on my team right now. So I'm going to go with something close to my heart. This is a car that I've wanted to own all my life, especially as an adult, um, traveling the world and like pulling up to beaches and traveling in, um, RVs and stuff like that. And this was probably the lead up to an RV. It was the cool version. It still is extremely cool. And I'm going with the Volkswagen Eurovan. It's like the VW bus looking thing. Two-tone, white on the top, teal on the bottom. I would love to have that car and take it cross country. I thought you were going to say Jeep. I really did. Hmm. Uh, I like the Jeep, but I've driven enough Jeeps to know that if I'm going to go off-road at like kind of point every weekend, the Jeep is perfect. But in all honesty, like... I want to drive like long lengths. I want to be hanging out. The Jeep is not fun to drive on on the freeway. It, it handles like a pirate ship. <laughs> it's horrible. Arr. It's so true. It's fun to drive in its element, but it, it's pretty rough. But uh, a Volkswagen VW van bus thing, I would love to have that. Good choice. I like that one. Okay, so um, I went over. Well, okay, let's just do it. Ford Mustang, Mini Cooper, the DMC DeLorean, and the VW. I think it's called the Eurovan. I reviewed mine. Go and vote it. Go vote for me agent wahoo at pot kind of spam pod on twitter thank you the pod spam con can twitter spam okay well that is our episode thank you guys so much for listening we have Woo! finally i think gotten this remote interview slash video chat slash recording thing on handle so hopefully we can continue to produce episodes on a regular basis again thank you so much agent oahu for joining us thank you thank you yeah thank you guys if you haven't already like i said subscribe on apple Podcasts, five star review catch us on twitter at countess pound pop and we'll catch you guys next time okay okay three two one aloha oh i thought we were saying like (laughs) goodbye the coordination for this podcast (laughs) is incredible Thank you.